from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, it is Tuesday, March 16th, year of our Lord, 2021. I am the host of this show, the ever-so-humble host, ever-so-God-fearing, and ever-so-God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Please enjoy my music, which is why they call me the Hip Hop Patriot. Just type in my name and all the music will come up. Rebirth of America, Build the Wall, uh, and all the rest. Drain the Swamp, Live Free or Die, One Race. There's a lot of songs. Or you can just go to JeremyHarrell.com and hear it all. All right, guys? So thank you very, very, very much. We're going to get right to it, guys. We're going to give our love, our honor, and our attention to God above. Because without God, we are nothing. By the grace of His uh, mercy and, 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 and just literally everything we have, our very breath in our lungs is because of God Almighty. So today's verse of the day that we are going to focus on before we get to the news is James 1.12. And why I like James, the book of James, is because he was Jesus's brother. He walked hand in hand with Jesus. If there's anything about Jesus that's, that, that, uh, that, you want to know about James is a great book because he's very close to his brother Jesus, okay? And it comes from James 1.12, and it says, Blessed or blessed is the one who endures trials. Now, we talk about this. I've lived trials and tribulations that are unimaginable to some people, and I'm sure some of you have too, like um, like Gene uh, going, through, going through the death of a husband. I've not experienced the death of a spouse, I've, 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 my trials and tribulations come from other things. They come from other places. So I've not experienced what Gene has experienced. So we all have our different trials and tribulations. Okay. Um, but here's the thing, guys, when we go through those trials and tribulations, that is when we learn the most about ourselves. That's when we, that's when God puts the mirror on us and says, here you are. Here's what you need to do. Here's where you need to go. Okay, Conrad says he has, and um, uh, Christine's asking me to cover the vaccine research. Yep, we'll get to that too. Um, Rhonda Crum, yes, my son is definitely going to enjoy uh, when I fr- frame it for him, and, and, and I appreciate you doing that. But uh, here's what I wrote about, about James 1.12. Trials and tribulations are where we grow the most. Have you ever wondered why so many people find God in jail? It's, it, it was kind of a joke that, oh, they're going to jail. They must, I bet they're going to find God. Well, there's a reason, guys. There's a reason why people find, so many people in jail find God. It's because uh, they're, they're, in most cases, at the lowest point of their life, and they're really calling on, on help. That's why. Well, it's because when people in the lowest point of their life, uh, they, they tend to see God. Uh, seek out God, I'm sorry. However, we don't have to wait until then to seek God out or to look for him. If we seek him out, even in the good and the great times, then when the trials and the tribulations come, we are equipped to handle them and we can soften the blow. Strengthening our faith daily is like going to the gym, if you think about it. The more you go to the gym, the stronger you become, the more endurance you gain, and and, and you feel great after months or maybe even years of that gym dedication. But the same thing goes for our faith, guys. We have to grow daily we have to grow that faith daily by working working it by working out working out our spirit you know what i mean 
Um, reading the good word, listening to uh, people's testimonies, giving to others, and showing love and compassion. All of those things are favored by God. A lot of people don't know how to do it themselves. But guess what? That's where Jesus comes in, guys. Jesus and the Holy Spirit are on your team. That is your dream team right there. Your dream team is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And if you work with them daily and work out with them daily, as you build trust with them back and forth, then your spirit grows and becomes closer to God. So let's get into our morning prayer and we will get right to the news. But ladies and gentlemen, think about what I said today and think and 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 really give it some thought and you'll be able to you'll be able to work out your uh, spirit. You'll be able to give your spirit a workout daily and really um uh get closer to God, okay? All right. So the prayer today. <clears throat> Lord God in heaven, you are consistent, you are kind, and Lord, you are good. I am so grateful that I am known by you. Nothing is impossible for you, Lord. You can change my circumstances in an instant. But even if you don't, I will choose to keep moving forward to endure. Because you endured everything for me, Lord. I know that these momentary trials won't last forever. So today, Lord, I commit to keeping my eyes fixed on you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And guys, we're going through trials and tribulations right now, aren't we, as a country? We're dealing with some stuff right now. We're dealing with people who want to destroy this country, bankrupt this country, and change the very fabric and foundation of this country. But it won't last forever. We will prevail. We need to go through these trials and tribulations right now for the people who don't see what we see to have their eyes opened as well. And you and I, we have the strength to bear this. We do have somebody to lean on, and we have the strength to bear this blow right now. So let's be strong for those who don't see it and help people open their eyes, okay? We're going to get to the first and foremost section today, guys. We got about 2,000 people watching. Please, one more time, I'll ask to share the video out and uh, copy the link and share it with some of your friends who might want to hear the uh, the news today. We're going to get to the first and foremost section today. We got a lot of dum-dums to give away, guys. And at the end of the month, we're going to give the final dum-dum award. At the end of every month, we're going to give this big, huge, dumb, dumb award to, uh, and we'll put a poll out. And that poll will consist of the people who got the most dumb, dumb awards. Because some people get many dumb, dumb awards. Like Resident Corn Pop, he gets many dumb, dumb awards in a day. So at the end of every month, we'll put out a poll on Telegram, on Instagram, on Parler, and, and, and even on every show. And we'll find out who, at the end of every month, gets the largest dumb, dumb award. Okay? Um, so... We're just going to go ahead and give the first Dumb Dumb Award right now to Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd from CNN, you get the first Dumb Dumb Award of the day today because you're so afraid of Constitution. You are so afraid of constitutional rights and you're so afraid of the, the rights that we have as voters that you're actually doing pieces every day now on CNN telling the Democrats how to stop the red legislative con uh, comp uh, states and uh, led by the red governors um, on their election integrity rules and laws that they are making now. Chuck Todd, you get the first dumb dumb award of the day today. CNN, you guys, is so scared right now. Communist News Network is so afraid of what's going on right now that they are, are, are truly, truly trying to wake up the woke 
left uh, as to what the Republicans are actually doing uh, within each of these red states. Okay, first of all, five of those states that resident Joe Biden actually flipped blue. Yeah, right. We know we know better than that. But on paper, he flipped five states blue that should not have been blue. Okay, that we know were not blue. Well, those five states and 22 other red legislative states led by governors who are Republican are all working on election integrity laws right now. They're working on them right now. And CNN and Chuck Todd, that dum-dum, are so afraid of this because they know that the left can't do this again without all of it in place. That is why they're trying to pass H.R. 1 so badly. That is why they're trying to do it because Dominion alone is not going to win another election for these guys. It's not. That is not what pushed it over the top. It isn't. That was just a little bit of an insurance policy, ladies and gentlemen. That's all that was. What pushed it over the top for them and what allowed them to really, really swing these votes their way were the mail-in ballots. That is why the pandemic was a pandemic. That is why they don't want you looking into these nursing home deaths of these governors. Because if you start pulling on that string, then it's going to reveal it to the world. And we're not trying to reveal it to the people in Woketopia. We're trying to reveal it to the people who didn't have their eyes open, who might be in the middle. That's who we're trying to open. Uh, that's, that's whose eyes we're trying to open here. And they don't want that. They do not want that. Believe it or not, there's even people on the right who are so brainwashed by the rhinos that they believe that there was no election fraud of any kind. And I'm here to tell you again, guys, that as we need to continue to still try to get rid of these Dominion machines, we really, really, really need to get rid of the mail-in ballots, the drop boxes, the early voting, the late voting. That is where we're going to find out um, that uh, who wins and who doesn't. They need all of them. And I, when, when I mean they, I, when I say they, I mean the left. The left needs every one of them to work in tandem together in order to have a repeat of what they did in 2020. They can't just choose one or have one or the other. It needs to be all of them. It needs to be the machines. It needs to be the mail-in voting. It needs to be the, the, the uh, barring the Republican poll watchers from seeing the, the, the ballots. That is, that is what they need. They need all of them to work together. And if they don't, they'll never be able to do what they did in the 2020 election ever again. So, moving back to CNN, Chuck Todd is talking about the states that are working on getting rid of mail-in ballots, getting rid of early voting, getting rid of drop boxes. And five of those major states are all working on that and will get it done by the time the 2022 election rolls around. So we know what happened, you know what happened, I know what happened. We don't have to beat a dead horse as to what happened. What we need to do is we need to take action. We need to take action. Will we, will we reverse what happened in 2020? The, <laughs> my magic eight ball here right now, I would shake it and it would say, chances are, are, are not good, okay? Chances are not good. The chances are not good of, uh, of, of being able to overturn what happened, but exposing what happened and getting uh, getting the truth and getting the proof out there to those who didn't see what you and I saw, that is going to be key. Okay, that's going to be the key right there. And that will prevent it from happening again. And they're all working on it right now. Every one of them are working on it right now. And as a matter of fact, I posted today in my telegram that we had some breaking news out of Georgia. And we're going to get to that right now. Let's bring that up real quick so you can see what I am talking about okay uh boom we're gonna switch this over for you all right here we go georgia judge 
announces that he may unseal Fulton County absentee ballots for fraud investigation and review. This was put out last night, but we have more news since then. But I'll read this for you so you can see what we're talking about here. In November, a Georgia poll watcher noticed the suspicious shift in votes from President Trump to Joe Biden while monitoring the the interim election results on the Georgia Secretary of State website. Voter uh, Voter GA co-founder Garland Favorito swore in an affidavit in November with the Secretary of State's office that, quote, I concluded from looking at these results that this was an irregularity since there was no obvious reason for President Trump's totals to have decreased while former Vice President Biden's totals increased dramatically. Favorito continued to research the Dominion voting machine's fluctuations and, quote, glitches and found more evidence of votes being switched from President Trump to Joe Biden elsewhere in the state. Then, in December, election officials in Ware County, Georgia, confirmed that they found votes switched, okay, Um, from President Trump to Joe Biden when they entered equal number of ballots for each candidate through the Dominion voting machines. Garland Favorito has been speaking out against the obvious voting irregularities in Georgia for months now. And this is true, ladies and gentlemen. For months, for months and months and months, he has been trying to get a judge, a real court of law, to look at what he's found. Okay? We're going to move forward. On Monday, Georgia Superior Court Judge Brian Amaro announced he was inclined to unseal the votes to allow them to be inspected by Garland Favorito. A a judge in Georgia might unseal ballots in the state's Fulton County so that a government watchdog uh, can investigate voter fraud allegations. Henry County County Superior Judge... um, Brian Amaro said he's inclined to order the ballots unsealed and reviewed by experts hired by Garland Favorito, an advocate of voting integrity, according to a report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Amaro, during a Monday court hearing, said that if the ballots are unsealed, there needs to be a plan in order to make sure that they kept, they're kept in secret and kept secure. We want to do this in such a way that dispels rumors and disinformation and sheds light, Amaro said. The devil's in the details. He made the comment after a lawsuit filed in a Fulton County Superior Court contended the fraudulent ballots were cast during the November 3rd, 2020 election and amid other uh, alleged irregularities as workers counted votes at the State Farm Arena on election night. Now, what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what that means, guys. Here's the whole story that I didn't read because they didn't put in this article. Okay. First and foremost, uh, Favorito and many others who signed affidavits uh, and who were whistleblowers had have been fired since they signed these affidavits. So now this lawsuit, actually after months after months of of of, be, of trying to get it into a court of law, um, because here's here's their evidence. There's a hundred and fifty thousand ballots that are in question here. Okay, from Fulton County. 150,000 ballots. Of those 150,000 ballots, 30,000 ballots were found to have um, no creases, no folds. And these are all mail-in ballots. No creases, no folds, no down-ballot voting, only presidential voting. The circles were filled in perfectly, and everything on those 30,000 were identical. Every move, every movement, every every mark, every pen mark, every circle that was... um, 
you know, cir- uh, colored in and every circle that was not colored in were exactly the same on 30,000 ballots with no folds, no creases, which tells you that that's proof right there that they were not mailed in. So these 30,000 of these 150,000 are really in question, but the judge is going to unseal the entire 150,000 for them to, for, to have um, third party uh, audit have a third-party audit done, people who are not bipartisan, who are going to be working with Favorito. And what they do is, if they can find these, if they can pinpoint, again, these 30,000 mail-in ballots that were not mailed in, because they obviously didn't have creases, the next step is then to go and find the matching envelopes. Because in Georgia, it is a law that all mail-in ballots have to have the envelope with them. Okay, so what they're going to find is there is not 30,000 envelopes that match those 30,000 counterfeit ballots. That's what the problem is here, is these 30,000 ballots are counterfeit. That's what Favorito is saying. And he's saying that he can show you that they're counterfeit by showing that they're all the same, that there's no down ballot voting, that only voted for president, and every mark is exactly the same, and that there's no folds and there's no creases on these supposed mail-in ballots, which makes them counterfeit. He can back that up by showing that there are no matching envelopes for these. We've been talking about this for months, but now a court of law, a real federal appeals court of law is going to allow the evidence to be shown and allow the evidence to be seen and allow the evidence to be given to the public, to the world. Now, here's the great thing about that, guys, is that in the state of Georgia, that that law that says you have to have matching envelopes, that's that law also exists in Pennsylvania. So once we figure out that these 30,000 ballots were counterfeit, okay, once we figure out that they were counterfeit, then we can... Um, uh, move on to another state and do and and demand and do the same thing. Like I said before, will it overturn stuff? More than likely, it won't, and the, and it should, but more than likely, it won't. But what it will do is it will make these state legislators um, uh, make laws to prevent any of this stuff from ever happening again, which they're already working on anyway. This will just further cement. Okay, this will only further cement all of this. Uh, so that we don't have this happen again. Like I said, they can't win just by the Dominion machines alone because too much fraud is going to be like, okay, okay, now we know it was fraud. But when you work it all together, ladies and gentlemen, you're allowed to pull it off. But here's the funny thing about this. If you take those 30,000 ballots, not only does it go to from, from President Biden to President Trump, but it also makes it so that uh, Warnock, Ossaw, Warnock, whatever his name is, the, the guy who beat uh, Purdue, that would show that he didn't beat him either. That Purdue was the right winner. Even though I'm not a Purdue fan, Purdue was the right winner. So I know a lot of people out there are going, so what? What's going to matter? It doesn't matter anyway. It actually does matter. It matters quite a bit because we're pulling on threads. We're pulling on strings. The more we expose, the more people we show. The people in the middle, the people who aren't so far left crazy, they will see, wow, it really did happen. And then they will join us in demanding that election integrity uh, continues to exist and that we need to make sure that these states that they stole are not stolen again. That is why this is such a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. So the federal judge is allowing this in court. This is something that we've not been able to see yet. We've not been able to see a federal judge or a Supreme Court judge allow this evidence to be shown in a court of law to get out to the world so the world can see it. This is big news. This is winning. Okay? Now, it's not instant winning, but it is winning. It's a step towards fixing what happened. Again, an, an ultimate fix would be a reversal. That would be a reversal. Okay? But I'll take a win when we can get a win. 
So as long as this continues to happen, as long as this, this stuff continues to be exposed, then it allows these cowardice um, legislators and, and a lot of these ignorant legislators, again, until Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis went around on this tour, a lot of these legislators didn't even know what power they had. So again, have faith. Keep fighting, keep calling your, your, your representatives, and, and again, knowledge is power. So I'm just bringing you what's happening. This is a big win for us. I'm very excited about this. And uh, what we really need to happen, what we really need to have happen is this Republican leadership. Kevin McCarthy started doing it yesterday, but he needs to be on camera every day. He needs to be in different states every day. He needs to be at the border all the time. He needs to be going down to Georgia. He needs to be bringing Republican leaders with him, and they need to be uh, mounting massive protests. I can't mount a million people to protest, but somebody like a Kevin McCarthy can. This Republican leadership needs to get behind all of this. Yes, Kathy Fulton County is is Atlanta. Yes, it is. But a federal judge has now ordered these uh, to be, um, um, he, he wants a plan in place first before he unseals them. They're not shredded. They're still there. And, and uh, uh, it's a big win for us. It's a big win for us. But we need Republican leadership to stand up and start getting behind all the news that we're starting to get every day. Okay? So I just wanted to start out with that. And I appreciate you guys. Uh, I appreciate your comments. I see the comments. I see a lot of comments where people say nothing will be done, but I don't believe that. I do not believe that. I believe something will be done as as long as the truth continues to come out. We need we need to we need to not give up on the, the 2020 election. But we, I, I've been saying this for for weeks now. It's a two fight front. We need to fight for the future, and we need to fight to fix the past. It's a two fight front. Usually I would say move on, but in this case, we can't move on, all right? Okay, now I want to move to another story here, and this is um, the southern border. We know that the southern border has become a massive crisis. We know that the left is trying to blame it on Trump, and we know that there's people down there actually doing stuff about it. Not many, but some, like Ben Berkwam. Now, I got a call yesterday, and it looks like we're going to be, after we go to Pittsburgh with the Save America Freedom Tour bus, we are then going to be rerouting that bus down to border the border, and we're going to be visiting border towns for a while. We need to get down there as um, as Americans. And uh, I got a call yesterday that said that we are going to get as many people who do what I'm doing right now, small to medium, even large influencers who have a show, who have a platform. We're going to all work together, and we're going to get on that bus, and we're going to go down to the border. That is where a major problem is going on right now. If we do not stop this invasion, if we do not shed light on what's going on, because the mainstream media won't, if we do not collect work together to get this information out there, then the regular everyday people who don't even know that there was fraud that existed in 2020 won't know about what's going on in the border. That is our mission. So we're going to be going directly from Pennsylvania when we take the bus there, um, which I don't have an exact date for yet, but I will. And I'll let you know as soon as possible, right to the border. And we're going to fight this invasion. We're going to do what we can. And we're going to shed light on this as much as we possibly can. Then after that, we will come to other states. But that was a big announcement that I wanted to make for you guys. Now, there's a migrant facility in South Texas right now that is at 729% um, capacity of its legal capacity. Think about that. So if there's so if so if legal capacity is let's say 100 people, they have 729 people in there. So this 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 migrant facility that's run by the feds is at 729% of its legal capacity. Children are covid positive, they're covid infected, they're going hungry, and they're only getting showers once every 7 days. 
That is um, that is uh, reported by the Daily Mail, and it's reported by Real America's Voice News. Again, where is the massive protests from the right? Where is our Republican leadership down there shedding a light? The same thing that the left did to President Trump, saying that he was putting kids in cages and he was ripping children from their parents, and they and they were showing they were staging fake stuff to prove their point. We don't have to stage it. We can go down and show you, and that's going to be our job, to go down and show you this 729% capacity of legal capacity because of resident corn pop and his, and his puppeteers from the left. And we need to show the world what they're doing to children down there. We need to show the world how they're demonizing people 10 times worse than they even um, uh, said that President Trump was, which he wasn't. Okay, And we're going to go show that. And that's, a, and that's a very important thing for us to do. And that's why together we're going to get down there and we're going to show the world what, the, what Joe Biden is doing to these children. We're going to show the world how he's inviting these people here and then how he is uh, making them live in inhumane uh, uh, facilities and how he's letting them just go throughout the country and uh, COVID positive and giving them money, taxpayer money. This is a real crisis. These are felonies. This is an invasion. This is against the Constitution, Article 4, Section 4, which I read, read to you last night. And this is how I... I'm going to work to do something about it. I, I might not be uh, as good as somebody else. I might not have the abilities that somebody else has like a Kevin McCarthy, but I know what abilities I do have and I know what God has is, is put on my heart. So I want to play something for you from Ben Berkwam right now. This is a video that he put up on Real America's Voice News and I want you to see a little bit of what he is talking about, okay? So let's transition this out and let's play this for you. Forcing people... Now to get, uh, you know, wear masks, to be uh, socially distanced, to lock their businesses down. But yet we have these Democrats, you have Joe Biden and this new regime inviting more people into our country illegally and, and allowing them to come in with no provisions for this, you know, so, so-called deadly virus uh, that we all know it's, I mean, it's affected, it's destroyed, it's killed people on multiple levels for the last year. And yet we're just going to invite more people in. I was down there. The, 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 the other part to this that people don't understand is the more of this caravan and the, these, uh, you know, these large groups of people that we get, and we have huge groups now in Yuma. I was in Tijuana. There's over 20,000 people in Tijuana uh, waiting to cross. There's Across the entire border, there's 100,000 people waiting to cross. And I anticipate by the end of the year there'll be uh, over a million that have tried to move up uh, and, and trying to cross that we know of. And all of this... Uh, with no preparation for what that means to our economy, not just for COVID, but what that means for COVID uh, in our communities, what that means for the shutdown, how much longer, how many, how many more months do businesses that can't afford to go another day uh, being shut down, how many more months do they have to stay shut down? All because mm. this administration cares more about uh, appeasing the radical left base than they do about American citizens. And there you go. There you go, folks. They, they, they care more about appeasing the left than they do about American citizens. Think about that. Unbelievable. But we know this is what's happening. They're not only trying to invade our country with people to take it over and to change it, but they're also trying to bankrupt our, com- our country. Look at our energy right now. Look at our gas right now. You know what I mean? So this is, just, this is just Obama 3.0. That's all this is. This is Obama's third term, and this is, a, this is a continuation of trying to fundamentally transform this country into what they want it to be. We're not going to let it happen. It may not seem like it. it. You may feel down. I bet you most of you who are watching this feel down and out right now. 
But let me tell you something. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. As long as there is one person with God on his side, he can stop everything. And there's millions of us who are going to work hard for, for the rest of this year and all of next year and right through 2024 to make sure that none of this stuff actually succeeds. It might look like it. We might take our bumps and our bruises, but I promise you, I promise you, 2022 and 2024, after all those, after all this is done, you'll look back on this and go, wow, wow, what a fight, what a battle. And you want to know something? Freedom isn't free. Look at that sign right up behind me. Freedom isn't free. It isn't free across seas for our soldiers, and it isn't free for us here. We need to fight, and we will fight. I guarantee you, we will fight, and I promise you, we will win. I promise that, okay? All right, moving on. I want to talk about the Alaska GOP has now censured Senator Lisa Murkowski. Um, actually, you know what? I want to give a smarty. I want to go back, and I want to give a smarty uh, to, to, to Favorito in, in, in uh, Georgia for doing what he's doing and for finally getting a real federal court to take the case and allow the evidence to be shown. Big, big shout out to Favorito and you get a smarty, my friend. Now moving on. Alaska GOP has censured Senator Lisa Murkowski. They also vowed, listen to this, to recruit a Republican Party challenger to oppose and then prohibit Senator Lisa Murkowski from being a candidate in any Republican primary to the extent legally permissible. So not only are they going to recruit another GOP candidate to replace her, but then they are going to do whatever they can to up to the up, whatever's legally permissible to um, ban her from any Republican primary in the future. This is what the GOP needs to do. On top of getting out there, protesting, getting major crowds, exposing what the left is doing to the world, and pressuring them the way the left does to us, literally going on offense rather than living on defense, get on your toes, uh, Kevin McCarthy, rather than living on your heels, be on the balls of your feet rather than living on your heels, this is another step that the GOP in each one of these states can do, and, and uh, a step that they can make, and that is hold these... Uh, they're, the people of their party and their state accountable to the extent of barring them from being on a Republican primary ever again. People like Mitch McChina, people like Fred Upton, people like Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, people like uh, 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 Adam Kiz Kinzinger. We need the Republican Party to literally force them into the Democrat side. Force them. We don't want you. We don't want these people. Senator Mikowski, you get a Dum Dum Award for all of the unconstitutional, un-American, unpatriotic, and completely anti-republic rhetoric that you have been spewing out of your CNN regurgitated lips for the last two months and for going against President Trump and voting for impeachment. You get a Dum Dum Award and you definitely deserved the, censor the, uh, the censuring by the Republican Party in Alaska. Where's Sarah Palin when you need her? <laughs> no, I'm not a big Sarah Palin fan, but you get what I'm saying, right? All right, moving on. Uh, Senator Manchin. I'm actually going to give Senator Manchin a smarty today. Senator Manchin, he's a flip-flopper. He's, You know what he is? Senator Manchin is the Lindsey Graham of the Democratic Party, okay? I said it. I said it. Senator Manchin is the Lindsey Graham of the Democratic Party. However, sometimes, sometimes he says some smart things, and he is the first prominent Democrat of West Virginia, um, prominent Democrat, I should say, I'm doing this because 
is there really any Democrats that are really prominent? But anyway, uh, Senator of West Virginia becomes the first prominent Democrat to label the border situation a crisis. And yesterday on the Communist News Network, he actually said, ladies and gentlemen, yes, this is a crisis. Of course, this is a crisis. The first Democrat to actually say it, and which means that he's implying that resident corn pop doesn't have things under control. Senator Manchin, I'm going to give you a smarty today. See, I'm not completely biased. I'm not completely biased. I'll give them where they're, where, where they're due. You know that. Okay. Gavin Gruesome Newsom, the almost future recalled uh, governor of California, literally one of the worst people to ever represent another person in our entire lifetime besides Andrew Pepe Le Pew Cuomo. Uh, Gavin Gruesome Newsom says that if Dianne Feinstein retires... If Senator Feinstein retires, then get this. Are you ready for some more racism, folks? Because here it comes, coming at you loud and clear. Gavin Gruesome Newsom says if Senator Dianne Feinstein retires, then he will appoint a black woman to her seat. Now, I don't care what color a person is that anybody gets appointed any seat if they're qualified to do so. But to just come right out before you even know who is who is even qualified, who wants the job, who sh- who's best to represent the people, you're just going to exclude Asians, you're going to exclude Hispanics, you're going to exclude uh, Native Americans, you're going to exclude uh, people of, uh, of Middle Eastern descent, you're going to exclude white people only because you want a black person in that office. To, why? Because so you can play to the woke-topia uh, people again. It's such a racist thing to do it's such a racist remark to even make i can't i can't even imagine i cannot even imagine if somebody on the right said well i am looking for only a hispanic person and i will not hi- i will not appoint anybody else that person would be uh, accused of of uh cultural appropriating and, and and pandering to hispanics or if somebody on the right said i'm looking for only a white person I'm only going to have a white person. I don't care about anybody's qualifications. I'm only going to have a white person. Again, if the shoe was on the other foot, it would be absolutely (laughs) disgusting. And what a dumb comment to make. This just further cements this idiot into his idiot hall of fame. Okay? He, more than likely, at the end of this month, it's either going to be him or it's going to be Governor uh, Pepe Le Pew himself who gets this. Because these two are the, the most idiotic people on the, on the face of this planet. I don't even think that I could have a real conversation with either of them. Even if I was trying to be respectful. I don't think I could have a conversation with either one of them. I, I just... What an idiotic thing. I'm going to appoint a black person. Okay, cool. You're cool. You're cool. Damn the, the, the qualifications. Damn, damn the, whether this person wants to represent the people of the state. You're just going to... Just because based on the color of her skin, that is racist. That is racist. Um, Germany, Denmark, and Bulgaria, ladies and gentlemen, join their European neighbors, their European brethren and sisters, in suspending the AstraZeneca China virus vaccine. And the reason why is because of the deaths and the blood clotting, both internally and externally, that it's causing people who take this vaccine. AstraZeneca comes out and says the clotting has nothing to do with the virus with the vaccine it's not the two aren't related uh what uh how stupid does that sound these people are dying and numerous people are getting blood clots after they take this vaccine but it has nothing to do with the vaccine what are you guys stupid come on just keep taking the vaccine 
Just keep take, just keep taking it. Everything's going to be okay. Um, no AstraZeneca. Your vaccine, much like the other vaccines, are causing major problems. None of them are approved by the FDA here in America, and nobody should be taking experimental drugs until we find out exactly what these drugs do. And look what's happening. It just so happens to be that the drug that you say is safe for everybody and that there's no connections between the vaccine and the blood clots, those people are all getting blood clots and some of them are dying. Come on, man. Come on, man. Linda Matero says, shout, shout me out, Jeremy from Pennsylvania. Shout out, Linda. Appreciate you watching. Thank you so much. So they're, so they're joining, again, Germany, Denmark, and Bulgaria, among others that I didn't even write down. I think there's like 14 or 15 countries now who are suspending the AstraZeneca CCP vaccine. Good job, guys. All right, guys. We got a few more stories here. Um, a federal appeals court tells an ex-gay pastor that he cannot sue Vimeo. Apparently, Vimeo has been taking down this pastor's videos. Because he's an ex-gay pastor, his videos, most of them are geared towards trying to get uh, the ear of other people who happen to be gay and, and to take them away from that lifestyle. Now, Vimeo says that it's not a choice that you're that way from birth and they are going to take down your videos for you saying that because they're calling it bullying. Even though the pastor has a First Amendment right and a right to, to, to speak uh, his, his faith, which it says in the Bible that it is a sin for a man and a man to be together and a woman and a woman to be together. Where's the respecting our religion? Where's respecting our freedom of speech in spreading the word of Christ? Because that's all this pastor is doing. Vimeo took down his videos and this guy tried to sue Vimeo. Well, a federal court, a federal appeals court judge says that the ex-gay pastor cannot sue Vimeo for deleting his ministry because they are covered under section 230. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice that these companies continue to be protected by Section 230 that was given to them by the very same politicians who benefit from them censoring you every day as it is? Isn't that just so nice that Section 230 is out there ripping your rights away while giving ultimate rights to people who aren't even supposed to be publishers? They're just supposed to have a platform for you to be a publisher. Section 230 strikes again, and I will remind you, who tried to get rid of Section two, uh, 230? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was President Donald J. Trump. You know, the rightful president and the best president that the United States of America has ever had. So that pastor uh, loses his appeal, and um, Vimeo wins because of Section 230. Isn't that something? Yep, Section 230, gotta go. All right, guys, Trump made a statement yesterday uh, about the fake news Washington Post story. And this is what I thought was funny. I'm not going to read the statement to you because I posted it on, on uh, my Freedom Fan and my Parlor and my Telegram. And I'm sure you've read it by now anyway. But it goes on to say that um, Becky Adams says, shout out to Michael Boyd. Shout out, Michael Boyd. Um, it, it goes on to President Trump thanking the Washington Post for correcting their story. First of all, that's a smear campaign. And when they retract it, retracto, when they retract it, you know that they printed fake story on purpose, okay? President Trump should sue them, and maybe he will. He knows a lot more about that stuff than I do. But here's, here's what I thought was interesting about that. The same people who fact-checked me right out of Facebook 
The Associated Press, lead stories, PolitiFake, and USA Yesterday. <laughs> of those four, the lead stories and the Associated Press had to make a statement. And they had to make a statement because they were in on spreading this story. Because the story, the, the, uh, uh, the info that they were getting was from a, uh, a, a young intern who worked, or I should say a young assistant, who worked for Brad Raffensperger and worked for the Secretary of State's office in Georgia. Okay? She was feeding them lies. She was feeding them fake news. Well, the Associated Press and lead stories had to then come out after this retraction and say that they were actually sorry, too, because they were spreading fake news and they, were, they, they will no longer get their information from that source. Well... The Associated Press and lead stories, they were the ones that had the power to get me kicked off of Facebook. What about what about the power to get them kicked out of media? How come they don't get any how come they don't get any uh pushback? How come they don't get any discipline whatsoever? Weren't aren't they involved in spreading fake news? These are the one these are the fact checkers. Now the fact checkers are spreading fake news like we know they have been this entire time anyway, but where's their punishment? How come we can't punish them for spreading fake news? They can punish us. They can get rid of my 360,000 400,000 followers that I had on Facebook. They can get rid of my channel that I was getting 20,000 live viewers. Ah, because they were scared of the truth that I was spreading. Meanwhile, the AP, the Associated Press and Lead Stories are spreading fake news of their own. Fake news of their own, guys. But they don't get they don't get in trouble in any way. All right, I want to play something for you. Not that you really want to see this guy's face, but he's going to get a dumb dumb award of the day today. I want to play something for you, since we're, we've been speaking of faith and what and what we're supposed to uh, spread as faith and as truth. I want to play what Don Lemon, you guys from CNN, said about God. You ready for this? Oh, you'll love this. Here we go. play this for you or that he thought that way i was just surprised that he actually said it out loud well don on a, to pivot you got engaged to your fiance tim in 2019 and this morning and you guys are so cute we learned that the vatican has said that the catholic church won't bless same-sex unions quote since god cannot bless sin they go on to say that this does not imply a judgment on persons but i want to know do you think this sends a damaging message and how do you feel about that given that obviously you are now engaged and going to get married well, I think there are, listen, I respect people's right to believe in whatever they want to believe in their God. But if you believe in something that hurts another person that, or that does not give someone the same rights or freedoms, not necessarily under the Constitution because this is under God, uh, I, I think that that's wrong. And I think that the, the Catholic Church and many other churches really need to reexamine themselves and their teachings because that is not what God is about. God is not about hindering people or even judging people. And to put it in the context of race, I find that, uh, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said the most segregated place on earth, uh, time on earth, was 11 a.m. on a Sunday morning. So I think that religion and the pew keeps us from actually, their barriers from people actually getting to know each other. So I would say to the Pope and the Vatican and all Christians or Catholics or whomever, whatever religion you believe about, you, you happen to belong to out there, go out and meet people. And try to understand people and do what the Bible and what, what Jesus actually said, if you believe in Jesus. And that is to love your fellow man and judge not lest he be not judged. So instead of having the pew hinder you, having the church hinder you, instead of being segregated in the church or among yourselves, go out and have a barbecue. 
and meet people and start um, and, and start breaking bread with people and getting to know them, much as I do at Joy's house, mostly Sonny coming to my house, Sarah coming to my house, me going to Whoopi's house <laughs> for barbecues, and I'm telling the truth, and then hopefully I will be celebrating some sort of meal with Megan and Liberty at her house or at my house. So... Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. Don Lemon, you're going to get two of them. You get two dum, dum awards of the day today. You literally just said God is not about judging. God is definitely about judging. God is the ultimate judge. And you, you said to do what, what, what God and Jesus actually say to do. Um, well, if that's the case, then it's exactly the opposite of what you're talking about doing right now. You're telling people to forget about the Bible, forget about God's word, forget about God's rules, forget about God's laws of life, the basic instructions before leaving earth, and to go have a barbecue and meet people and stop letting God hinder you from meeting people. God isn't hindering you from meeting people. You can meet whoever you want. You can befriend anybody you want. You can hang out with anybody you want. But... When you talk about God is not about judging, you literally must be the dumbest person on this planet. Have you ever read the Bible? Do you know anything about God whatsoever? Do you know anything about Jesus whatsoever? God is definitely about judging people. That is his number one job, uh, other than to, to, to create us, is to judge the things that we've done. You know what I mean? And um, yes, the, it is all about love. You're right. 100% all about love. You're 100% correct, but everybody, including you, Don Lemon, will be judged for what they've done on this earth on Judgment Day. Ah, CNN, Don Lemon. Mm. I want to talk about one more thing. I know it's a little bit longer of a show today than normal, but I want to talk about one more thing, and that is, I know you guys are frustrated with, with how we win, right? How we win going into 2022 and how we win going into 2024. And can we survive this administration? If you want my personal opinion, here you go. Yes, we will f survive this administration. How do we win? I've been saying how we win for the last month and a half right now, maybe almost two months, and that is state by state in our state legislature. That's how we win. We get people like you and me um, voted into office. State reps. State reps are huge. State Senate is huge. That's where the power is. State reps and state senate. That is where the power is. That is how we win. You want to know how else we win? Do you remember on January 6th when I told you that I had a surprise for you at the Capitol building, um, which was involving uh, citizen indictments? Do you remember that? Well, the key to a citizen indictment, basically indicting people for felonies, for allowing invasions to happen, like Nancy Pelosi, like Joe Biden, like Kalama Harris, the, 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 folk, the key the key there is to have sheriffs who will act on those warrants. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America.